Hi, this is Klaatu. I'm at Southeast uh, Linux Festival. It's going really fantastic. Uh, I'm talking to someone from the Free Software Foundation. Uh, hi, this is Deborah Nicholson. Cool. Hi, Deborah. Um, so you're here. You actually are like with the FSF, right? You're, yeah, you I work, work in the them. Boston office. Cool. What What do you do? Uh, I'm a membership coordinator, so I do um, all the outreach around our membership program, and then all the care and feeding, to make sure people get their bootable membership cards and have nice. their logins and everything. So the new deal with the when I joined, it was with the um, it was a little wallet sized CD. Yes. Which shattered uh, in my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> um, the new one is really cool. It's like a plastic USB. It's a credit card size. Yeah. Uh, that fits in the wallet. And uh, it plugs in a USB drive, and it boots off of that. And it's running GNUSense, which is a 100% free operating system, no blobs. Nice. Yeah. That's really cool. And now I heard, and I don't know, you might know this, you might not, and I don't even remember where I heard it, binary blobs in the kernel itself on some distributions? Yeah, some versions of the kernel have uh, binary blobs. Uh, This is running... um, well, uh, Blag, uh, and they have the Blag, 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 their right, right, kernel okay. yep. uh, is deblobbed, and then that project's now gone on to the Linux Libre, which is run out of South America. So they're kind of keeping and maintaining the deblobbed kernel. Very cool. Okay, so that's, that, that is really neat. Um, and it's, it's a really cool little thing. How much is membership anyway? I don't even know. Oh, um, well, if you're a student, it's $60, 60 for the year. That's right, yeah. And if you're not a student, it's 120 And okay. a lot of folks opt to, opt to do that as a $10 monthly. So it's like mm-hmm. $5 a month or $10 a month that goes automatically. So. And you get a really cool, like, you can alias your name, your email to, like, a yes. FSF email address, exactly. right? Cool. So, okay, so really, I mean... Aren't you guys just overdoing it? I mean, come on. We don't. I mean, you know, free software. I mean, come on. I mean, you, there's a there's going too far, right? In what sense? You mean that? I mean, come like, on. People have like to use MP3 and 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 <laughs> dot doc and stuff, right? I mean. Um, no, they don't. Actually, they uh, can have control of every line of code on their own machines. And still get their work done. And still get their work done. There are definitely a few places where it's sort of like, oh, that's not super ideal. Like, I, you know, I want to use, you know, people want to use proprietary software in Mm -hmm. this, that, or the other place. This past year, we celebrated the 25th anniversary of the GNU project. Mm -hmm. We decided to sort of, you know, looking forward, like, what are the 10 or 12 things that are kind of holding people back from being able to go with a fully free system on their machines. Mm-hmm. So we kind of ID'd a lot of those things. Um, you know, one at the top of the list is uh, Ganache, which is a free Flash implementation. Yep. Uh, we actually are supporting that one pretty heavily. Rob Savoy's doing some amazing work, and okay. he's really close That's on cool. that. That's cool. Um, he's a little bit hamstrung in that he has to, like, definitely... Um, document very, very carefully everything he does so that it doesn't end up looking like a DMCA violation. Okay. Uh, like a retroengineering kind of thing. Okay. So it has to be really well documented what they're doing over there. Some of the other stuff are like really specific stuff like, uh, you know, some of the um, you know, nuts and bolts things that people use with their Oracle database or okay. like Mathematica or, uh-huh. you know, uh, free Skype we've been working on. Right, right. Um, and so the strategy is a little different for each project. For some projects, it's a matter of letting people know, like, hey, you could use a free uh, free version of this. Uh, for other ones, it's kind of like, oh, wow, we'll have to start from scratch because, right. like, 
you know, most of that stuff is not out there. Mm-hmm. And then for other things, it's just like, ah, oh, this just needs a little bit of a push to get up to the current version. And mm-hmm. like the Ganache thing is like that. Like, so, you know, there's always a new version. Yeah, of and course. So they have to keep up. You're always so they just need a little up. bit yeah. of a, a push to be able to, you know, get to where they're on top of that. And, you know, so, um, so that's, I mean, the goal is to um, make it even easier for people to use all of the free software um, that is out there. So, and that's what, so is FSF GNU and GNU is FSF or is um, one not the, the other? The Free Software Foundation houses the GNU project. The okay. GNU project is like specifically like all of the software projects um, that work with the Linux kernel. I mean, they could work with other kernels. Oh, we don't want to go there. <laughs> but, um, uh, but all of the GNU stuff, um, uh-huh. Is uh, that's software development? Yeah. So the Free Software Foundation houses the GNU project, but we also do a lot of um, user education, um, especially around issues like DRM and operating right, right. system choice. Uh, we have the GPL compliance lab, so all of the licensing work and all of that sort of thing, like you know, all of the compliance things that happen. Um, that's all at the FSF, and. Um, you know, we also we host Savannah, which is kind of related to the GNU project, but it, it's just the non-GNU stuff is, that is GNU is compliant or whatever. Right, like exactly. And uh, and we have the uh, the free software directory, so that's like around 6,000 um, projects that we've looked at and vetted and know are fully free. Cool. So. Well, that's yeah. I mean, it's really great. I mean, not only the the GNU project and and the FSF, but I mean the um, like some of the side projects I really like, like the what is it? Bad Vista. That oh, one yeah. really that one really cracked me up. And uh, Defective by Design. Defective by Design is one of my favorites. The yellow suits are as warm as they look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're um I mean those those side projects I think those are almost um easier for a lot of people to get into. Because mm-hmm. I mean because a lot of people aren't into the super like, gee, what's wrong with I don't know, you know, like these blobs that people talk about that they mm-hmm. don't you know, what is that? No no one knows. But I mean Defective by Design yeah, I mean that's something that people can latch on to. It's uh it's definitely been an like, you know, um I mean nothing about DRM is good, but right. it has been an amazing opportunity for us to have a conversation about free software with people mm-hmm. that we never had before. Yeah. And so, something that they can relate to, like immediately. Yeah. I mean we um you know, like I said, the GNU project is twenty five years old and for a long time we were primarily talking to developers and sysadmins. Um, and, and not, like, sort of the general computer-using population, although, you know, like, the general computer-using population for a while was really just kind of very intensely technically-minded people. Right, yeah. Um, that switched, and um, also, you know, people are kind of wanting to customize their systems a little bit more, mm-hmm. have a little bit more control over it, yeah. and finding, like, oh, it's not that, like, my music device is incapable technologically of making a copy in this format or, you know, making a copy of this many of this song. Yeah, it it's just that, won't. <laughs> it's that I bought and paid for a machine that I don't control. Yeah, yeah. Like, that makes people kind of angry. Yeah, yeah. Even if they, you know, never want to crack open that machine yeah. or, or whatever, um, it still makes people kind of angry to know that they bought something but they don't control it. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's a, here's something I've been thinking about lately. You might or might not have a comment on it. The whole, you know, GNU slash Linux yeah. thing, and I'm not going to go to the normal arguments or anything. It seems to me, like, when I see the word GNU mm-hmm. on something, it tells me that that is, quote, unquote, a brand of 
that that's something that is truly concerned about freedom. Yes. Capital F freedom. Whereas the the term Linux mm-hmm. alone doesn't necessarily guarantee that. You know, like some mm-hmm. systems I will get because to some devices, like my N800 that I'm recording this on right now, I get because it says, yes, we run Linux. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cool, I like Linux, I'll get that. But you crack it open, and it's actually not like the Linux that you're no- used to on computers that you download and install the ISO of that distribution. You know, it's got something lacking, it's got something locked out, you can't get root on your own device, things like that, without going through, you know, hurdles. Is there any value to keeping GNU, rather than forcing an association with GNU Linux, saying that GNU is more like a badge of freedom or whatever like that? Hmm. That's an interesting idea. Um, I mean, I think, like, definitely our goal is um, computer user freedom. Uh, mm-hmm. If the operating system that turned out to be the um, the best and most free for people to use, like, stopped being GNU with the Linux kernel, Right. Um, then we would say use whatever, like, mm-hmm. you know, brand new right. operating system. Imaginary, that, like, whatever fantastic, free, yeah. Whatever that was. Mm-hmm. Um, we are not really interested in fetishizing the specific instances. We're interested in the overall experience of freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, uh, you know, I'm not entirely certain, but I think mm-hmm. that the idea of saying GNU slash Linux maybe. Maybe if it was like the John Cougar Mellencamp, and then maybe <laughs> one day we'll drop the Cougar. I don't know. Um, Not even drop it. Just maintain that GNU as like if you're if you're going to use the term GNU, you don't have those binary blobs, maybe, or you you know, or you don't I have MP3 not. support, <laughs> or you you don't you you don't have the MP3 support by default. You know, stuff yeah. like that. Um, I don't know. I've been thinking about branding a lot lately. I don't know why, but that's just something that occurred to me. That if I see that GNU in my mind, uh, I think I'm going to go towards that before I'm going to go to something that doesn't even mention the GNU thing. Because uh-huh. you're like, well, maybe they don't really care about the freedom aspect. They just want to use this Linux thing because it's flexible and malleable, right. and they malleable it into something completely non-free. Yeah. Well, we do definitely. Um, I mean, so it's good to know that uh, what we think is just that GNU stands for freedom is mm-hmm. what is coming through. Yeah, yeah. Um, as to the specific ways that people use that in language, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know <laughs> if we can control that. Um, I think we can continue to, you know, put out there that that's, that GNU stands for freedom. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know. So. And that that's an important concept, that yeah. that's something that's no, desirable absolutely. on your desktop or your device or whatever. Absolutely. I think, um, you know, uh, We've gotten into this place where people think that you can do some things without moral implications, and right. then there are other places where you do things with moral implications. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. we just don't really live in that kind of a world, like, yeah. that nothing is a null value for, you know, reverberation throughout your, the society that you're part of. Yeah, cool. And um, so, you know, if you choose to support proprietary software, right. it's not, that's not null. That's not a null value. Right. That's uh, yeah. No, totally. Well said. Um, one more question. Sure. Um, and again, I don't know if you, I mean I don't know how big the FSF is. I mean I know how big the community is. I don't know how big the organization is. What is the general um, like? Who is the FSF? I mean, they, I mean, <laughs> what, are they a bunch of hippies, anarchists, um, business people? Like, who who are these people? Um, Who we are you all? have a really um, a pretty diverse office. Okay. There's uh, 11 of us in the Boston office, okay. and then we have a board of um, I think it's currently five. 
um, and they're all over the U.S. Um, okay. And uh, but you, you guys know, do have a European office, or you just have an well, we a have place a sister that is, organization, okay, yeah. the Free Software Foundation Europe. Okay. Um, but uh, so I mean, we're a mix of folks that are coming at it from a development angle, and then. Um, you know, we have also like nonprofit people. Um, our board is a lot of academic mm-hmm. folks, like people who teach. Um, you know, and so it's 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 kind of a mix. And then when you throw into that, like all of the people that do work on the GNU project, like right. some of them work mm-hmm. in very um, you know very corporate environments. Like, right. Yeah. You know, uh, we sell T-shirts, and they're like, oh, I wish I could wear one to work, but we, you know, it's all Oxford. Uh, right. Right. You know. Um, and uh, so it's, it's it's a lot of different people. And then, you know, we talk to students and they're like, oh, yeah, I don't even have to work yet. I still live at home and, yeah, yeah. you know, and I'm writing code yeah, and contributing yeah. to something. Um, and so we have, we have a lot of folks, like, all over the all over the place, like, coming from a lot of different directions. Um, you know, and even, um, even politically, I would say that... Um, you know the way that um, politics slices in the U.S. Um, mm-hmm. doesn't it's like, it doesn't yeah, it's <laughs> it doesn't assign the um, you know the ethos of free software to one particular party or another. Right. Um, you know, so I know that we have folks that uh, you know we've got libertarians and we've got anarchists and we've got progressives and we've got. Uh, you know, I, I don't even know what. Whatever, yeah. Like conservatives. So over. it really is a very diverse. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, um, Boston itself is a little, you know, it's fairly progressive. So like maybe our Boston people are a little bit more reflective of the general okay. Boston population. Okay. Cool. That's interesting. Okay. Well, cool. This is that was really informative. I actually learned a lot. I thought I knew a lot about the FSF, but that was really informative. <laughs> so uh, yeah, thanks, Deborah, for talking to me. Thanks, Matthew. Okay. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.